0: Have you ever wondered how to find true happiness at work and in life? What about finding your purpose or becoming the best version of yourself and achieving all of your dreams and desires? Let me share one thing with you. The truth is you have the power to create your own happiness because happiness is indeed a choice. The Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show is dedicated to helping leaders become happier and more fulfilled at work and in life. I love sharing tools and insights about happiness, positivity, personal and professional development that will help you live a healthier, wealthier, more fulfilled, passionate, and purposeful life. I'm your host, Dr. Kiki Ramsey. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to the Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show. You know what? This is where you wanna be if you wanna learn how to do what you love and love what you do. I am so excited to be with you today. Today, we have an amazing topic, one of my favorites. I've spent so much of my career studying this topic. and We're gonna be talking all about positivity, y'all, the power of positivity and how to be happy during difficult times. And I know you might be like, Dr. Kiki, come on, girl, <laughs> right? How do you be happy during difficult times? Trust me, trust me, trust me. We are going to get into it today because I know that there is a way and I'm going to share it with you. And so I'm excited about today's topic. Here's the thing. We are all dealing with a lot of difficult times in our lives. As a matter of fact, I'm about to go I'm do a whole bunch of keynotes on really coaching resilient leaders through difficult times because we're all dealing with difficult times i mean we've been in a pandemic for what two it feels like forever it really does feel like forever some people can't still get back into the office some people you know some organizations still are not fully open yet all these things right we've been dealing with difficult times not only have we been dealing with the pandemic There's been a lot of unjust in our country, worldwide rather. There's wars going on. People are feeling unsatisfied in their jobs. The great resignation is happening, which I've been talking to so many leaders and organizations about lately. So many positions that are vacant and need to be filled. And the people who are still there are stressed and overworked. So many things, (laughs) y'all, let me just tell you, so many things are absolutely happening as it pertains to us and being positive and having challenges in our lives and our workplace. And so I want us to have this conversation today. So we're talking about the power of positivity. This is super near and dear to my heart. And I was on a podcast. Shout out to JP High Tech at Content Creators for the podcast that I was on just the other night. It was really, really awesome. And he got the question, what is a positive psychologist? I think a lot of people think that I just made that up, right? (laughs) Like, oh, you just go call yourself a positive psychologist. No, it is actually a real thing. A positive psychology is basically one that studies happiness, that studies the thing that goes right in us. That's what positive psychology is. On a whole nother episode, I'm going to give y'all a whole deep dive into positive psychology. But for the purposes of this, you know, this show today, positive psychology is really the study of what goes right with you. So much of our lives is spent on trying to fix what's wrong. Let me say it again. (laughs) So much of our lives is spent on trying to fix what's wrong that we really don't focus on what's already right. And the reason why I love coaching so much is because coaching, we assume that you come to a coaching engagement already having what you need. You already possess what you need in order to solve your problems and your issues. As a coach, as an executive coach, my job is just to help you take what you already have and to apply it in the right places so that it gets you to where you want to go. That's why I love coaching so much. So when it comes to positive psychology, it's the study of what goes right with us, what makes us thrive, what makes us already courageous, what makes us resilient, what makes us happy and have all these beautiful, happy emotions. That's what positive psychology really is. And so because there is a thing called positive psychology There is a thing called positive psychologists, and it's just people like myself who've studied psychology, gone to school, gotten a PhD, doctorate, something like that. And they actually study some subset of psychology, positive psychology, like resilience, happiness, thriving, grit, courage, all of that. And if you see, I've actually written a book about being courageous and finding your purpose in life. And so that's what makes me a positive psychologist. So to say that I love things, all things positive would be an understatement, but we're going to talk about what that really means. And I think that people kind of get the wrong idea as it pertains to positivity, positive psychology, positive thinking, all that. A lot of people are like, oh, you just can't always think positive, those kinds of things. Hold up. We are going to talk about it. We are absolutely going to talk about it. So let's face it. We all struggle with something, right, in our lives. If I ask you right now for you to drop it in the chat, tell me some of the things that you're struggling with. I'm pretty sure there will be a lot, a lot. I've just named a couple at the beginning of the show. COVID-19, layoffs at work, trying to get promoted, trying to make more money. I mean, has anybody seen inflation lately, (laughs) right? Inflation, I think I read a headline that said, Inflation is at an all time, is a 40% high right now. Like, I think I just read that headline and I'm like, wow, I've been having conversations with family members and friends about just the cost of things and how much things cost right now. And so people are dealing with the fact that jobs may not be paying as much as they want to. And also people are dealing with the fact that there is so much work to do on the job. You may have an awesome job. But some people are dealing with the fact that they have so much work that they can't keep up. And I am the first, the first to understand all of that. And if I did not have my assistant Nicole to be able to help me, things drop, balls drop, all those things um, can drop. And so I literally understand that we all are dealing with stuff. But here's the thing too. We also have to remember that we are all human. And what I mean by that is we are all people first. So what that means is we have lives outside of the job, which nowadays kind of encompass the job, but we have these lives outside of the job that we have to take care of. For instance, I'm a mom. I'm a mom and my baby girl, Mackenzie is home today because she has been sneezing and the allergies are getting to her here in Atlanta, Georgia. Y'all, is the pilot is something something special here. So so the pollen is something special. And so we're all trying to figure out how to get used to the pollen and her body is just trying to go through it and and get used to the pollen. So she's at home. So I'm a mom, I'm a wife, right? And I need to be able to take care of, of my relationship and be able to have those healthy relationships. I'm a sister. So these are the things that happen in our life every day. And I've talked to so many leaders and they all talk about how they have family members, especially like parents who are getting older right now and needing a lot more care in their lives. And they are the caregivers for those parents and or have to help those parents out a lot. And the thing is, you have to do those things. Those things are something that are part of your life. And yes, they can call strength. And, you know, I've heard from several people who will email me or DL me or message me on any of the um, social medias, LinkedIn, YouTube, all those kinds of things. And tell me about what's going on in their lives, like cancer diagnosis and real health challenges and exhaustion and burnout and all of that. That stuff is par for the course. We are human beings. And so not only are we living with these things because we are human and we are people, we also have to then make a living and go to work and do a job that we were meant to do. And so this is why this topic was so very fitting for today because I get so many messages about how do you stay positive when everything is kind of like either falling apart because there are extremes, right? Right. There are extremes. Things can just be absolutely falling apart and things can be constantly difficult, constantly difficult. And I think that we go through seasons in our life, right? We all have seasons. I know for a fact that I've had seasons in my life where things have been so difficult. And I mean, when I say seasons, y'all know how long a season lasts. I mean, it could last three, four months. Sometimes seasons can last for years where it's just difficult. And you think to yourself, am I going to ever come out of this season in my life? And then we can go through things that are like extremely difficult. And then it can turn around. It can turn around in an instant. And I believe that to be true in so many cases. And I've seen it happen in so many people's lives that they've been going through so, so much difficult time, but they stay steady. And then it turns around for them. So there are levels to the difficulty that we may go through in our lives. And what's interesting is that having so many conversations with leaders in organizations about the difficulties that they're having with staff around diversity, equity, and inclusion. People want to feel included. There needs to be psychological safety in organizations, and their organizations are not providing a psychologically safe environment for employees, but these organizations want to learn how to fix that. And when I say psychological safety, if you don't know what that term means, it means that you get up every day and you feel comfortable going to work being just who you are. You feel comfortable being, you know, being who you are. So, you know, if I'm black, I feel comfortable in my environment, you know, going and being black and being who I am. If you are gay or lesbian or whatever, you feel comfortable going to work every single day. Right. That's psychological safety. And sometimes that's not happening in organizations and people want to feel that sense of belonging. And that's one of the biggest issues that I'm seeing in corporate America today is that people don't, you know, feel that sense of belonging, which is why my organization, Picatty, we are trying to break that cycle because we want people to feel, you know, meaning and purpose, courage. Every single day and feel like they belong in their organizations. And so we are all facing some kind of struggles in our lives. And that's why positivity, positivity is a tool, right? It's a tool that you can use in order to get through your day, whether it's you're at home, whether you're in an office, no matter where you are. This tool called positivity is a tool that you can use. So what is what is Positivity really, right? Let's, so let's, let's dive into it. It's really the practice of being positive or optimistic. Optimistic, meaning you have hope. You can look on the bright side. So you've heard that saying, I'm going to ask you the question, whether you look at the glass half full or half empty, right? Half full or half empty. So when you look at the glass half empty, you're like, oh, this glass is halfway empty. That's not optimism. But if you look at that glass half full, you're like the glass is half full. That's optimism. And people who look at the glass half full are hopeful about the future. They're hopeful, you know, about their circumstances. Because when you can look at something half full, you can say there's hope, there's room, this beautifulness, there's this anticipation of the good that is to come when you look at the glass half full. But when you look at that glass half empty, you're like, no, that thing is half empty. It's about to run out. It's about to be depleted. There is not enough in this glass. It's going to be over. Like, can't you see how negative and how such a deficit model looking at the glass half empty is? But here's the thing. This is how we view our life. This is how we view our life. You are either a half full person or a half empty person. So most of us wake up either half full or half empty, right? I mean, we can even feel it in our body. We're defeated even when we wake up sometimes. We are the half full or half empty. Let me give you this example. It's interesting. I try not to wake up and say, the first thing that I say is, Man, I'm tired. That's half empty. (laughs) If you catch yourself waking up in the morning saying, boy, I'm tired. That's a half empty statement. Now, let me just say this. You might be tired. You might be tired, but what this does to your self conscious is kind of depletes already the efforts that you need to put into getting through your day. And so when I wake up in the morning, I absolutely try to watch what I say. Now, is this, always is 100% no because I'm human y'all I'm human you are human right but you have to watch what you say to yourself even if you don't say it out loud because that sets up your day that's why I love the power of intention waking up being intentional understanding what your day is going to look like even before you hit the ground running and so like for me for this morning right I had some work that I absolutely needed to finish before the kids got up, even though the kids wanted to get up at 5.45, (laughs) y'all. I have toddlers, and so sometimes my toddlers just want to get up early in the morning. I wake up at 5. Waking up at 5 gives me the time that I need to normally get some work done, work out, do my devotional, pray, all that kind of stuff, right? But I knew I had some work to do, so I needed to get to my desk super, super early, But I thought about this the night before I thought about my list and I said, you know, in order to get everything done when I need to get it done tomorrow, I need to wake up at five and get directly to my desk. That was my intention. And no matter if I was tired, I already had set my intention the day before. So I woke up this morning and did just that. Even though my kids woke up at 5.45, I was able to get them settled in, in their room so that they could just kind of settle down while I still work. You understand what I'm saying? But I set the intention. I knew I was going to have a good day because I set it up in advance. And that's what we have to do. And that helped me with the power of positivity. Here's a term that you may or may not know when it comes to everybody talking about you know, positivity and stuff like that. And I've gotten this question a lot of times when I'm speaking or or on a panel or something like that. It's called toxic positivity. Well, what toxic positivity is the need to be excessively positive by minimizing or denying pain, fear, guilt, shame, anger, right? So people will say, Dr. Kiki, what's your thoughts on toxic positivity? And here's my thing, as it pertains to positive psychology and being positive. I never said, and positive psychology doesn't say that you have to be consistently positive all the time, every minute of your day and deny your true feelings. That's ludicrous. Nobody should be doing that. And if you do do that, what it does is it it numbs you to What's really going on in your own life and in the lives of others, especially if you are a parent or, you know, a daughter or a leader in an organization. Right. When you are excessively positive to the point that you ignore or deny all these things that may be going on side of you that are natural, then Houston, we have a problem. That's not what positive psychology says, and that's not what you should be doing because nobody can be 100% positive. But here's the thing. You can lean more towards the positive than you do the negative. You can make a concerted effort. That's all we're talking about here is making that concerted effort to lean towards the positive even during difficult times. And so the toxic positivity, I don't believe in that either. Right. Because I don't think anybody should deny their true feelings, especially when you're when you're hurt or when you're fearful. Because here's the thing. Fear has a job to do. Fear's job is to keep you safe. So if if a dog got after you and, you know, in your fear, your fear hormones didn't kick in, baby, you in trouble. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're in trouble. But because your fear hormones kick in, you will run. If this dog is after you, right, you will absolutely run. So fear has a job to do. Now, like I've said before, it's your job to tell fear to get on out of the way, especially when it's keeping you from doing something you know you need to do or when it's keeping you from your passions and your purpose in life. You have to really override fear with courage so that you can be able to step outside of your comfort zones and do the things that you know that you need to do but fear's job is to ultimately keep you safe. So when it comes to that toxic positivity, don't be excessively positive to the point that you actually ignore certain things. You have to be reasonable about positivity and literally choose positivity. So what is the power of positivity? What can it actually do for you in your life? Well, number one, it can give you the confidence to use your natural ability. Everybody, I say it all the time. We all have strengths. My superpower, and I've said it before, and you probably know this just if you know me or if you've ever watched uh, a Dr. Kiki Ramsey show before, one of my strengths, and I love character strengths, right? Because I feel like character strengths is, is something so innate in us, right? Is zest, is zest. I show up with zest, meaning this excitement about life Every single day, this positivity about, it comes natural to me. It's just one of those things that's inside of me. I don't have to work at this thing. It's just who I am. And if you get on the phone with me, or if you coach with me, or you're in my, in our PCAT leadership community, whatever, you will understand that I show up as zesty every single day <laughs> because I can't help it. You have a strength. And when you are positive, the power of positivity is that it allows you to show up in your strengths every single day without even really thinking about it. It allows you to do that. And I love that because boy, 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 wouldn't it be a different world if you could show up on your job every single day and really walk in the strengths that you have been given, that you possess. Wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? And to not put so much weight on our weaknesses. Now, I'm not saying that you don't work on your weaknesses. I don't want people to put words in my mouth, right? Like Dr. Kiki said, Look. no. What Dr. Kiki's saying is, wouldn't it be beautiful if you could wake up every day and be this, be yourself in your job every single day and do your job? It would be a beautiful, beautiful thing. So when you practice positivity, it allows you to do that. It allows you to do it do that. You know, another thing is when you practice positivity, choosing positivity is it allows you to be able to work more productively. When I'm practicing positivity, I can show up and be so much more productive in the work that I do, right? Like I was practicing positivity yesterday. I knew I had a long day today. And so when I set my day up, I was like, you know what? It's gonna be a good day, right? It's gonna be a good day. There's this whole little—I guess it's a TikTok video I'm going around, and it talks about, well, "I'm gonna be positive today. Gonna be a good day, right?" And I love that video because I'm like, "Today gonna be a good day." And sometimes we have to psych ourselves out like that, even when you know you're about to face some challenges. You wake up and be like, "Today gonna be a good day. Today gonna be a good day, right?" And I do that sometimes. Even when I know that today do going to be challenging, right? And here's the thing. We know that it's going to be challenging. We know that challenges are going to happen throughout our day. But if you actually set that intention to be positive, today going to be a good day, then it makes an absolute difference in your life, right? It makes a, a huge difference. And the last thing I'll say about positivity, the the power of positivity is that it allows you to reduce stress because you are optimistic. So think about it. If you are optimistic, meaning you're hopeful, right? You see the glass half full versus half empty, it reduces stress because you don't worry about all the things that's going to go wrong in your day or in your life. You choose, you choose something different I'll give you a prime example. I love going to establishments that focused on customer service. Customer service really gets me because I'm a sucker for customer service because I I want to go into an establishment and feel like my business is wanted. And I like to see smiling faces. And so one such place is Publix. I don't know if you all know the grocery store chain called Publix, but Every time I go into Publix, their employees are amazing. And I don't know what their what their back end is, but I know one thing. I know they focus on customer service because every time I go into Publix, they are asking me if I need help finding anything on the aisles. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, can you help me find this? I was almost surprised when... One of the employees said, can I help you find anything, ma'am? Because I guess I was looking confused because I couldn't find something. And I was like, wow, y'all literally asked me if I can help. So anyway, I love the fact that these companies focus on that customer service and it allows you to be way more productive and reduce stress because you're optimistic. And so here I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can do to be positive, even if you are experiencing difficult times. Because like I said, we all are. So first, what I want you to do is I want you to really practice finding the good in the pain. I've said it time and time again, in order to be resilient and to get to the other side of something, there's first pain, right? There's first pain that we have to go through. And that pain is different for everybody. I can remember when my mom passed and a lot of people don't know that my mom, she would have been 66 on the 18th of this month. And she's been gone now for 13 years. And I miss her so, so dearly. And some of you have heard me talk about my mom in the past as well and all the things that we went through. But when she passed, that was difficult. But what most people don't know, is that my grandfather passed the day after my mom did. Y'all, I can't <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. When you go through, sometimes you just go through. So my mom passed and then the very next day, my grandfather passed, which was my mom's father. He passed away as well. Talk about a difficult season, okay? We had back-to-back funerals. So I went to my mom's funeral on one day and the very next day we went to my grandfather's funeral. And when I think back about that situation, you're like, what is good about that? Well, when I think back about that situation and when I was in that situation, it was a very traumatic experience. But while in that situation, we rallied around family. Family rallied together to make their homegoing celebrations as beautiful as possible. And the good in that was that I was able to be with family who loved and cared about me, who I loved and cared about them, And it strengthened the bond of our relationship. I mean, my aunt, I have an amazing aunt, Sheila. And Sheila acts a lot like my mom, like she's kind of like a surrogate mom for me. I see my mom in her so much. And I've been able to become so close with my auntie because I don't have my mom anymore. And I think that that is the good in the situation. There's always something that we can find. And the other beautiful thing is I got to do my mom's eulogy and it was beautiful and it was an honor to be able to do something like that. And I got to forgive my mom before she even passed away. And then some of you know, me and my mom had, it was a difficult road. You know, she was had our drug addiction and stuff like that, but she was my best friend. And that's the beauty in that. And so although you may be going through a difficult time in your life, I'm going to challenge you to find something in the midst of your pain that is going to allow you to be positive because when you do, it changes things. It's a absolute game changer. Now I forgave my mom, me and my aunt are close, me and my sister are super close. Like I wouldn't have it any other way. So, even though right now it's painful not to have a mom, I have, you know, my aunt, I have my best friend's parents who are now also like parents to me who love me. So, you can always find some good in a situation. So, the next thing I want to say is that you have to begin to learn how to think positively, even during these difficult times. You have to choose positive. You choose positivity, right? Like it's a choice. Positive thinking is a choice. And I know it can be hard to do, especially when you're going to do something difficult, but you can choose it. How do you choose it? Sometimes in the moment, you need to change your physiology. You need to get up from that desk, in them emails and take a a, a lap around your neighborhood, go for a walk, walk the dog, go sit down and watch a, a TV show, something, but you have to choose To think differently about your circumstances because what you choose can be the difference between you saying something crazy (laughs) or you doing something crazy. It can be the difference. So you absolutely have to choose it. And then lastly, you have to practice gratitude. Gratitude is one of those things that we need to practice on a daily basis. So when it comes to gratitude, you can always think about somebody having it worse than you do. Because there's always that. And I know that can seem cliche for us, but listen, you have so many things to be grateful for. You have so many things to be grateful for. And when I think about what I've gone through and where I am today, I can count off my blessings. And I'm sure you can too. And a lot of times I think we forget. We forget that we are so blessed in our lives And we begin complaining and really being negative about our current circumstances if they're difficult. But my question to you is, what even in your circumstances can you be grateful for? Because when my mom passed away and my grandfather passed away, I was grateful that I still had my aunties and my sister and my grandma at the time and everything like that. I was so thankful that I had that. You know, and family is so important to me. So I'm super, super grateful for the fact that I have this amazing family and an amazing job, companies that are doing amazing work. So I'm going to ask you, what is it that you can be grateful for? That's how you really step in to positivity. So firstly, you find the good in the pain. You think positively because you choose it and you practice gratitude. Because it is yours for the taking and it already is something that you have available to you because you're grateful. I mean, the very fact that you are alive means that you have something to be grateful for because so many people are not here. You could probably rattle off so many names of people that you love and care about that are not here right now. So the mere fact that you're alive means that you have something to be grateful about. So I want to say thank you all for joining me on today's Dr. Kiki Ramsey show. It's amazing to me the platform that we have in terms of social media. So I want to thank y'all for joining me on the Dr. Kiki Ramsey show today because it really does mean so much for me, for you all to be here. And I say it every week and I'll say it again, go ahead and hit the share button. Wherever you are, share this message with somebody because I'm pretty sure somebody needs to hear it because the power of positivity is real. It is a tool that we can all use in our lives. And I'll also say this. If you need help with any of these topics that I talk about, reach out to us at P.C.A.D.I., the Positive Psychology Coaching and Diversity Institute. And that website is PPCADI. We love coaching you through these situations in your life. We are here as partners to you. And I'm so excited that we actually just opened up our PCATI leadership community, which is absolutely free for you. I consider all of us leaders. So if you are a leader, I would love for you to join us over at the PCATI leadership community. And what we're going to do is support you, right? We're going to support you in your leadership role as a person. And as a leader, and you can go over to ppcadi.com to actually click on the button at the top that says PCAD Leadership Community, and you can join that free, or you can go to PCADleadership.com and click on that button and join us on the PCAD Leadership Community. We're going to be doing coaching and having awesome, amazing conversations over on that platform. And so as always, I want to thank y'all so much for being with me and I look forward to next week, share the podcast on um, with a friend, share the show with a friend or a colleague that needs to hear it. All right, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show. And as always, remember to create your own happiness because happiness is in fact a choice. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll get notified whenever I drop a new episode.